0: On this episode of Daytona Scene, find out what's happening downtown Daytona Beach and City Island. Plus, we'll talk about the Island Rum Fest on Main Street, the joys of being vegan, what Al is listening to, my book of the week, and of course, the weekend update. It's all coming up on this episode of Daytona Scene.
1: Daytona scene podcast Al Smith here with Lisa Blythe
0: hello Lisa hello and How welcome we? to our third episode that's right I think of the Daytona scene Podcast. well the first one
1: <laughs> the first one is what happens we, we both spend a lot of time in radio and sometimes you know things don't go as planned so it was a great show but no one will ever hear it <laughs> including us <laughs> so it was a fabulous it was, show. A, you guys, it was
0: the best you just don't show know what you missed ever. <laughs> But we're going to try to live up to it every week going forward. Yes, and that's every, what this show will be, is a weekly look at what yeah. is going on, the people, places, and events in the greater Daytona Beach area. Perfect. Hence exactly. the name Daytona Scene.
1: Daytona Scene, which is a show I had on WNDB, who we, we both worked there together for, for a while. And I did that show on Saturday for 10 years. I used to work with Halifax Health in the college few other people. And the idea at the time when I started was, it was in like 2009 or eight, it was a recession. There was a lot of negativity in the air, a lot of infighting in the community. So was, let's just create something that's fun, you know, and and, uh, and talk about the good things, the good people. And so now we've made this into a podcast and you've been nice enough to come in and help me. And uh, so we'll have a lot of fun You'll doing get my this. bill. <laughs> I'll get your bill. <laughs> I got oh, yeah, your, yeah. I, I saw your bill last night. Okay,
0: <laughs> That's right, when I had my martini well, to start the weekend. That's right, we, was, we were doing our homework. That's right. I, I'm actually trying to prepare for, for this event, yeah. for this Daytona Scene podcast, which we're going to be talking today about events through September 19th through the 22nd, that weekend, but also some upcoming events, as well as some of the uh, activities we participated in in the past week. With the neighborhood news. I have a little bit of, of scoop on some things downtown Daytona Beach. You have scoop on I've things on uh, Main, Street, Main too. Street. and, and downtown. Um, a lot, yeah. lot of
1: great stuff going on. And
0: we wanna find out what you're listening to, what's in your headphones. Yes. And a, a brief update of uh, I like to read and I want might yes. be interesting to talk about what I'm reading. Just to give an update of a of a potential book and of course your weekend update. With that's all right. the activities that are going on, that's
1: right. Keep you up to speed on the area, and you know, at least I know you've uh, you've lived downtown for several years now, and very involved in the community with your job. So you're out and about quite a bit. And um, what's your take of things right now? What do you what do you sensing in the community as far as the uh, thing thing people are talking about or concerns people have right now?
0: Well, I think we're in a really big transition. Of course, I probably said that in the 80s and the 90s. There's always these transitions, but with the impact of the new bridge and its impact on downtown as far as people getting back and forth when that's complete, Orange Avenue Bridge. And as far as like downtown, of course, what we talked about last week, which was the Riverfront Esplanade makeover. You know, it's Street like Street. we're having a whole makeover of that particular area, which will be pretty. Yeah. But makeovers do take time. And you know, it reminded me when you were talking about it last week, I, I used to have a house in uh, Daytona Beach Shores. And when I bought it, of course, it was an older home and needed some repairs. And one of the repairs, fixer-upper, was painting. So after about a year, it took me about that long, Yes, I, I decided I'm going to paint the house. Well, I had the house painted. My kids came home from school. And immediately hated it because it was a different color. Not because they didn't like the color, because yes. they've actually picked out the colors. They just didn't realize what's going to happen. So I think it's, at first, there's unfortunately a tendency to, no, it's not going to be good. Right. But then when you see the finished product, it's like, wow, that does look nice. Even the bridge itself, which has been three years in the making, and I know that's become an issue. Yeah, it looks it really so pretty. It's going to be a beautiful bridge. It's a great bridge. And when you go, I like to bicycle a lot. And I'm biking over the um, International Speedway Boulevard bridge and stop and look over south. And it's like, wow, this is a really pretty area.
1: We'll be known for our bridges. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing about that bridge that I always try to point out to people when they, and and I understand a lot of merchants on Beach Street, it's really hurt, especially those on closer to Orange Avenue. Mm -hmm. It's really hurt their business. And it was kind of, you know, befuddling a little bit. I didn't realize that many people would not go somewhere because they went a different over a different bridge. But apparently that's, that is well, the Nancy case. Well,
0: Nancy at Davidson's Produce told me that that really impacted their business. Yeah. People just come up that way when you got to go another mile and it's a traffic-y mile yeah. around. If, if you're going that way, I can see the impact. And I, I don't know if this had the impact on um, Ashley Sheridan and Wine Me, but that is going to be closing at the end of this month. September twenty eighth. Um, she had a great five years yeah. downtown. Um, I have been known to consume quite a bit of wine down there. <laughs> well, yeah, she, she helped on, me with
1: my wine and chocolate yeah, walk I did every year. She was we were partners on that. Yeah. She was a great help to me.
0: But she's yeah. looking forward to a new adventure, something exciting. Um, it's been a great run, but that the closing curtain, a curtain call is going to be September twenty eighth. So I invite everybody to come downtown. Yeah, and that's that.
1: that's uh, like one one store in of magnolia and beach on the south side southwest yeah. side
0: yeah right and daytona <laughs> uh daytona cigar shops on the corner so i was asking ashley what's going to happen here with these right. stores because next to her was crooked spine which was a um it's closed now right and apparently and you probably know more about this than i do there's going to be a re that building will be sold and we'll have something brand new there
1: yeah my understanding is it's going to turn into uh, a a. a Experienced operator out of Orlando, I believe Orlando, is coming in to change that into a two-story restaurant slash bar with uh, an overview on the second floor of the park. Nice. Which will, uh, you know, once the, that's another thing that's in the works, which is the uh, park's going to transform into a, you know, about $15 million of investment going into that, so... Uh, look forward to to that. So yeah, I think you'll end up with some changes, better probably uh, higher and better use on those those mm-hmm. corners. They're not to knock what people are doing now, but
0: yeah. Um, so yeah. I guess over the next couple of years, there might be a little. Just that whole transition will be taking place. Yeah, but looking for positive growth right, and there.
1: S- right, and the Orange Avenue So the Orange Avenue thing you have going on, which is um, is really hurt. Like we said, hurt a lot of people with the bridge, and then of course Orange Avenue itself took a long time to get to redo that streetscape. So a lot of people are. Little skeptical, fearful of when they'd make these cosmetic changes to Beach Street, but uh, we've been assured, and I'm I'm confident from what I know that that's that's not going to take anywhere near the time, or even stop traffic while they do it. So, wider sidewalks,
0: yes, which will which will be nice. You know, I I haven't seen all the plans, but I'm I'm hoping for the best there. Yes, it's going to be nice. Um, and last week I wanted to tell you I biked up the beach. I like to like over the International Speedway Bridge and go up on. Fortunately, it, the tide wasn't too high, but we've had some high tides lately. Yes, we have. But I happened to cross this amazing cluster of sand creatures. I'm not quite sure if it's called a gaggle of sand creatures, a cluster, a group. Anyway, yeah, a village. They were a village. M- mermaids, starfish, dolphins, wow. otters, walruses. I want to post the video on our Daytona scene Facebook page, right. which we should remind our listeners. We have a Facebook page. We, we are on all the social media. Channels and a website, DaytonaScene.com. But But I'll, I'll put that on there. Was, somebody spent a lot of time carving these out of sand, only for the tide to probably wash them away. Well, they had thought about that, I think, because there was a little trench that was dug in front of it, <laughs> right. as if to stop the water right there. And, and I don't know what happened. I haven't. I was going to go back this weekend and see if it was still there, but kind of doubt it. Yeah. We've, we've had we had a full moon last night and September the thirteenth.
1: Yes, and it's you know it's full moon, so
0: so we won't be now this coming week since we're talking about that. (laughs) But while I was on my bike, of course, you get a little hot and tired, right? So I thought I'm going to pull into the Ormond Garage. It's a new restaurant bar in the Ormond area, and a cool building. I just love the way that looks inside. But I ran into Susie and Tim Soaring. I don't know if you know them, but I've been involved with uh, with them in the American Cancer Society's Bark for Life. (laughs) And the walks and, and those items before. And she's a dog groomer at Barkle and Shine. But um, I was excited. We sat at the bar and they have an NFL Sunday ticket. Oh. There. So I was, and they have a vegan menu there. So I was able to have brew. What I
1: love about you, Lisa, you, you're in the NFL Sunday ticket, and you're vegan. I mean, I just that combination is. is it works, unique. and the
0: Lions were on TV, and the
1: Lions, and they and won, and
0: they won first half. They won the first half. <laughs> yeah. They tied the second they half, and I sister. call that a
1: win. But <laughs> they just their sister. They tied.
0: Yeah, when you have been through a zero and sixteen season, a tie feels like a win. Yes.
1: Yes, well, so, and so my, that was pretty yeah. exciting,
0: and I do recommend the giant pretzel with the mustard, not the cheese sauce. Vegan, is that vegan? Giant, yeah, it is. No mustard. He no. said it was mustard. The mustard's not vegan? good. No, mustard's vegan. Okay. the cheese sauce that comes with it would not. Oh be. no, but no cheese. A lot of times, pretzels they'll put this egg white wash on it to make it shiny. Right. They don't do that there. Uh huh. So, That's since good. becoming vegan, what what uh, what do you miss
1: the most?
0: I don't really miss anything. Really it's the just the, the challenge is going out and getting food with your friends because you have to. What, what is vegan on the menu? And what can you cook for? You know, that's hard. I mean, usually salads are OK. Just right. no cheese. People don't realize sometimes that vegan means no cheese, right. no eggs, no bacon bits. No but I don't bacon. really I don't really miss. You lost me stuff. at bacon. <laughs> I have made a bacon bit substitute with uh-huh. coconut and smoke, like liquid smoke. Sounds like a lot it's of work. Act- it's not. It's actually, well, I'm not a bacon person anyway, <laughs> okay. but a lot of people really like it.
1: So really you're kind of relegated to, to salads?
0: No, bowls. What else do you get? Bowls of stuff. So okay. rice. Like beans and rice? Rice, vegetable, all kinds of vegetables. Any vegetable you can think of, okay. you know, any grain. Are there yeah. many
1: vegan uh Friendly restaurants?
0: Um, There are quite a few now. Kale Cafe downtown is all vegan. Um, There's a restaurant called Evolve on Seabreeze. And there's uh, Wild Rabbit in Ormond has a a good variety of vegan options. And then there's these pop-ups that happen. So as a matter of fact... Pop-up? I don't know if you've been to the other... (laughs) Pop-tart. Pop-up. Pop-up. Tomoka Brewing in Ormond Beach is going to have a vegan month. All month long at Tomoka. uh, Grayson Lamb is one of the brewmakers there. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to me about this because November 1st is World Vegan Day. So the whole month of October, they're going to have three vegan inspired dishes there butternut squash queso dip, not really with the cheese, but the hair, you know, air quote queso dip, an apple onion focaccia bread, and roasted veggie and white bean hummus pizza. Well, that sounds pretty at good. At Tomoka Brewery, yeah. That would go good with a beer. Mm-hmm. I right. thought so, too. So I was really excited. He told me about it. I thought, definitely will share this with our uh, vegan community through my Volusia Vegans website. You know, we have our Veg Fest coming up November 2nd. VegFest. At the Ormond Brewing Company. So your definition of vegan and minor are quite different. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, yeah. I'll be vegging on the Sunday on the couch,
1: watching NFL tickets.
0: I was at the Ormond Brewing Company. Um, we were, were putting our plans together for the event, and Nick was there. I don't know if you know Nick, but um, he, he's one of the brewers there. And okay. he, I told him, yeah, we're having a veg fest coming up. He's like, does that mean you need to sleep on the couch? <laughs> like, That's my definition of a veg fest. So maybe we should say veg fest.
1: Veg. <laughs> Vegan fest. Right.
0: So, Yeah. So there are there great. are options and you can always ask there's a lot of restaurants where they have a separate menu that is vegan or vegetarian if you're trying to be a little healthier, consume less uh, animal fats
1: Well and to be clear I'm not vegan but I'll say this that, that all the evidence out there uh, direct I mean, if you want to improve your health there's, there's only one sure way to do it is increase the amount of fruits and ve- fresh fruits and vegetables yeah. that you eat
0: and reduce the processed of everything, yeah.
1: Anything, anything that comes in a in a cellophane package, like those cookies I ate last night. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from. Yeah, them. but but yeah. I mean, I think I think we've gotten smarter about that. Although the um, I know this is what we were going to go with the show, but I, I think it's since we're here, we got to talk about it. Which is the packaging in a uh, food and the way food is marketed is really a, should be a crime. It really is, and I'm a guy that I eat pretty much anything. I'm not, you know, I should be more particular than I am. But when I what what they'll pass off as fat free or reduce this or you know, it's like, well, where did you start, and why are we eating things out of a box? You know, if you go to a grocery store, how much space does uh does the fruits and vegetables and let's throw dairy, which you know, you could some people could argue is good for you, how much does that take up versus everything that has cellophane with it.
0: Right. And and why the thing is getting it to that it's like grocery 80, 20, store, right? it's not even right. 80, 20, right? It's 20, right.
1: Per, not even 20% goes towards the things we
0: should be eating. Well, 80% uh, goes to what we shouldn't be eating. Right. And unfortunately that becomes cheaper. Yeah. But, um, <coughs> if you think about how those fruits and vegetables got to the grocery store or the farmer's market downtown or yes. anywhere, they were put in a truck and in a, or in a crate in a truck not in individual packages. Then they were repackaged yes. when they got there. So I encourage you to use your own bag that you bring and put your apples and oranges and to, you know, tomatoes yeah. in. There's all these little mesh bags that you can. They don't weigh anything. So if it is a weight thing, just take those with you. We're going to be giving those away at the uh, Veg Fest, by the way. I have to tell. Them I leave
1: mine in my car. Yeah. I'm so bad about that. Then I got plastic bags. Mm -hmm. I really don't want plastic bags, but
0: but just yeah, and just be sure you wash your fruits and vegetables before you eat them, just in case there's any any material that may have attached itself. Get it off of there. But so this is becoming a food podcast. Yes, (laughs) we're moving right (laughs) in.
1: One of my favorite subjects, food.
0: Well, coming this weekend, you have a rum fest. The rum fest, food and drink. It's a
1: vegan rum, by the way. Yeah, I assure you, it's it's all good for you yeah the eighth annual uh island rum festival taking place on main street daytona beach um, this coming saturday and it's uh, rescheduled we had to postpone it it originally was on august 31st um, for the non-hurricane that didn't come but of course you got to do the right thing so we rescheduled it and uh main street's just a you know, sometimes I think it's a bad rap and I've been down working down there for nine. This has been my ninth year doing events on main street. And I do, I do a lot, everything except the bike week stuff where there's real money being made, the big stuff. But I do new year's Eve. I've done, um, a July 3rd down there and we always do a May event and then the rum fest, which I actually started on beach street. So it's the longest uh, running event I've done. It's about the 12th. This will be the 12th year for it. But, but the idea is, um, you know, the main street just lays out as a great party street, right? We've got five bars that are very good at putting up stages and putting out good music and taking care of their customers. And people just really enjoy uh, getting out, you know, you're close to the ocean, getting out and uh, seeing their friends and walking up and down the street with a rum drink in their hand and having a good time. So it's, um, it's got (laughs) something magical about it. I don't even know that I can tell you what it is, but people really enjoy this.
0: this Well, Main Street USA, Yeah. So are there going to be food trucks? Or? There's going to be food
1: trucks, okay. yes. We've got four or five um, food trucks. I've got some barbecue. I've got some uh, shrimp and grits. And I've got some uh, do
0: you uh, have a, taco uh, land. I'll be out a, there doing a, some A stuff. vegan food truck? We, you know, actually, we,
1: <laughs> we did have a, 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 a farm-to-table truck uh, that was going to come out. But they're uh, they they couldn't make the reschedule. But I mm-hmm. do try to bring them out as much as I can.
0: We'll nice. do our stuff. So, People, did you have you located enough pirates? Are we going to have a? No, parents? we're
1: pirateless. I'm afraid to say. We're uh, first time I've done this in a few years without pirates. But when we reschedule the new date, there's a big uh, there's a big pirate festival on uh, the west coast of Florida. So all the pirates will have committed to that. So we're uh, we might have a few here and there, but um, we'll carry on anyway. So we can dress up like
0: pirates. Absolutely, right? Bobby. You we want to dress up like that. a pirate? Get Bobby to dress up like a pirate. <laughs> We can say, our Okay. Nice. A, and you have in live music, food, drink, and it starts at what time? Seven o'clock.
1: Street closed. So the secret sauce that people really like about this, and I'll talk later, we're doing some things, we're looking to do some things on Beach Street as well. Um, the secret sauce to these events is people really like the idea of a closed street and walking up and down the street with a drink in their hand. You know, for whatever reason, that is... You kind of feel like you're breaking the law a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, well, and it's like just
0: something social about sneaking it. Sneaking around you know? with a drink. Oh, yeah. everybody else has one too. And I'm the guy,
1: I'm that guy, because my name, my signature on these permits, is I'm the guy that has to take walk around with cups and pour people's beer out of a bottle and give it to them.
0: Can't have bottles on the street. Bring so. your own cup so that you can they, no, can you they bring their own and pour they into can. it so it's not another plastic. Less,
1: less plastic. I know,
0: I know. Less waste. Yeah. That's okay, so I have to say, during the hurricane,
1: <laughs> I thought <laughs> everybody's everybody's all at this plastic until the hurricane comes, and there's the amount of bottled water being consumed in small
0: <laughs> small bottles is kind of yeah. Kinda, I just filled up my own water bottles that I own and put them in the refrigerator, yeah. and they're still in there. Yeah, that's what waiting because we're we were supposed to have had a bit of a tropical event. Yes, but it's not happening. No, nah. a nah, little, little bit of rain. Happening. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to ask you, because you've been involved in Main Street and Beach Street events for quite some time, why is Beach Street called Beach Street when it is actually on the river?
1: Uh-huh. Well, at one time... Was it a beach there? There was a beach, <laughs> yes. The, the the beach of the riverbank. Um, so if you think about it before um, City Island and Manatee Island, those are... Those are spoiled, what they call spoil islands. Those, when they, World War II, they came through the intercoastal and they um, they dredged it so that they could get big ships through, right? Previous to that, they couldn't. So they had to go somewhere with what they were dredging up. And that's what created City Island, and that's what created Manatee Island. And that's why you see um, the, the courthouse. When people say, why do we have a library and a courthouse on beautiful property? Well, and the reason is the, the state had deeded it back to the county, with the understanding that it would be public use. So it was free land dedicated for public use. And that's how we end up at the library and, uh, and, and the courthouse there, there is a movement afoot now to, um, well, the courthouse really wants to move. They like, they want to be gone there. Uh, it, it's too small. It's not, it's antiquated to how they would run it. And they really don't care about a review when they're doing that job. You know, they're, Obviously, very a lot of work going on there, so they would be happy to move somewhere that was, uh, you know, easier. And security's been a real issue at the courthouse as well, so they're looking to move somewhere where they have more more land, be able to have a layout that fits better what they need to do. And they don't really care much about uh, a river view there.
0: They don't get to look out the window no, that much anyway. To,
1: and then the library, you know, I love that the library. library. Okay,
0: I love the library too, but nobody's looking out the river view at the library either. Really. Well, that new park. Yes. That uh, for the kids park, Rachel Robinson Park, who she was an amazing lady. I love reading the little kiosks out oh, front yeah. of uh, all along Sweetheart Trail. All right. Done a good job of defining. all. So when you say sweetheart,
1: kind of... just for those who don't know what Sweetheart Trail is, tell us, because I know you walk that quite a bit.
0: I do. I ride my bike on it. I walk it. My dog really enjoys it. We get to see uh, Brownie. But the Sweetheart Trail is a—I a, don't know how long it is—a walkable trail from Orange Avenue all the way up through Maine. But I think it can go further, which um, highlights just some of the beautiful area of yeah. the riverfront and has some uh, messages of Taft, I think, was down there, or a couple of the uh, yeah, prior president. mm-hmm. um, presidents and dignitaries of our society. It a little boat. I so lunch. you have a nice backyard.
1: I do. And you don't have to do any yard work. I don't. <laughs> Somebody else does it for okay?
0: you. That's one of the reasons I chose to move. I got tired right. of mowing my lawn. I do a little picking up here and there. Suburban urban living. Yeah, and I have a little garden upstairs on the roof, too. So right. also, we have a little Wall Street garden. But yeah, oh, I, th- I think there's a lot of opportunity for even more of that. Right. And I think from what I have read that the the new um, updates downtown will include more trees correct?
1: Oh well what the Hyatt uh, CC Brown Yeah the Brown built. Foundation they're, Project They're bringing in some big trees like big, big live, shade trees, live oaks Lots of shade trees
0: Nice Cypress Yeah some, yeah. Some local trees
1: And they're like buying them when they're already big They're not gonna wait for them to sprout They're gonna mm-hmm. put them right in the yeah. ground as big trees Yeah That'll be so nice be
0: cool. But I love the Sweetheart Trail and the whole area is nice to walk in and ride and Visit with people and there's chairs and there's just nice.
1: and, and so back to the the whole thing with um, City Island and Manatee Island. Uh, there's no plans to do anything with them right now. So I know people get a lot of angst about that. And you mm-hmm. and I might disagree about what to do, but I don't. It's probably not a discussion really have anytime soon because it's. I think it's like eight million dollars to get the deed restrictions from the state. And I don't know. Yeah. Know, so you don't think it's going to
0: be just one big public park? Like it Central is right park. now. <laughs>
1: And they'll define public as people without a home. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I've done some events over there. It's Mm -hmm. difficult.
0: Yeah. And the farmers market itself, which is every Saturday morning downtown. Yes. um, I know seasonally we have more farmers, sometimes fewer, that are able to Mm -hmm. showcase their products, but. That's a that's a great, just to go down on Saturday morning, get some uh, fresh Well, veggies. How do you feel about Friday night? I think Friday night will be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I have gone to the Friday night farmer's market event in DeLand, and uh, very nice what they do there.
1: So that's the plan, and I think now the, they're waiting until January, but they're looking to move the farmer's market to right outside your front door. Right, there I again, can just or walk you, right out your, right your front yeah. yard will be a farmer's market. Yeah. I'll uh, just Magnolia. invite
0: everybody over. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what is going on this weekend?
1: What is going besides on this weekend? Rum besides fest. Right? Rum fest is. Um, well, New Smyrna on on Saturday as well. They're doing their uh, once a month wine walk down on Flag Avenue, which is like Have you ever done that one before? Yes, I have. It's very well done, and uh, the nice thing about that is you have a lot of bars that already serve really good wine. So you get twenty tickets. So, what's different about this one is you can, you know, use your tickets wisely. (laughs) Do you want quality or quantity when you go on the the wine walk in New Smyrna? Um, But they do a great job. It's a great street. If you've never been, I highly recommend it. It's like, it's $30 and you get 20 tickets. And when I say you you can use your tickets wisely, is some, they'll have, um, you know, some wine, most of the wines are like one ticket. But then if you want to taste some really fine wine, Mm-hmm. I think they have somewhere they go up to three or four
0: tickets, right? So I'm you saying. can have a value wine or a like a higher end. And right. I think Flagler Tavern is one of the establishments that usually has yes. some of the higher end wines, a nicer yeah. Pinot Noir, which is what I like.
1: Yeah, they do a good job. So that, that that's that's going on. And then speaking of uh, downtown Deland, their classic car sh- cruise will be happening. It starts from three to eight p.m. on Indiana Avenue downtown Deland, and that's a, they do that once a month. It's a great car show. If you want to go down there and check it out, or if you have a car and you want to go, it's uh, no cost to anyone to go down there and do that. But they're doing that for years, and it's a great way to see all that's going on in there. Um, and then Friday night, back up one night. I'm a big Tom Petty fan, right? But uh, there's a tr- there's a tree band on Friday night, the Wildflowers. Actually, they, these guys have been around for a while, and they do. Uh, I've never seen them, but I hear they do a good job. Seven fifteen to nine thirty. It's free of charge, although if you want to get a, get a nice seat up close, they do have a VIP section.
0: Did you say the wallflowers or the wildflowers? Wild, did I say uh, wallflowers? Well, I was thinking wallflowers. Wow, are they back? <laughs> did I say that? I don't wild know. Wildflowers. I probably did. I meant to say wildflowers. Was Tom flowers. Petty in the wallflowers?
1: No, but he did. His, Jeff Lynne in the wallflowers? His masterpiece is called Wildflowers.
0: Wild, wildflowers. Okay. Wildflowers. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. that. Yeah. No, I was just curious. Like, well, that'd be kind of cool
1: glad one of us is paying attention (laughs) and then next tuesday tesla the um metal rock band tesla is going to be at the peabody on the the 24th 7 30 there's i went online and checked it out and there's quite a few uh there's still some really good seats left so if you're a tesla fan they're big in the 80s and uh, they're still out there doing it so check that out it's kind of a you know this time of year there's not a lot of stuff going on you know we're kind of in between seasons um
0: well, of... there is in the theater world.
1: Okay, well, that's what I want to hear about. What's yeah. going well, on in the Daytona theater Well, Daytona
0: Playhouse, this is the final weekend of Meshuggah Nuns, which is the sequel to Nonsense. If you've uh-huh. ever seen Nonsense, it's uh, the, the sisters go on a cruise, and they do a performance of Fiddler on the Roof. So it's a bit of Catholicism and Judaism and antics ensue. Antics. There. That's the Keyword last weekend, antics. right? So it's through... um. fun? Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday have a matinee. The Little Theater in New Smyrna Beach has Becky's new car. It's in her final weekend. You can discover how a new car revs up her life and transports her from her state of ennui. So catch a ride this that weekend. very you know, clever. Ennui. You know, That's that very is. clever. Kind of like, mm, not sure what you're doing. Coming up there, they're going to have a trip to Bountiful, which was a play by Horton Foote and also was a movie. It's one of those... You can't go home again type stories. Oh, so that'll be next there. Flagler Playhouse this weekend their new season starts. It is Mama Mia. Mama Mia, you love that one, right? It's the I discovery ha- of who's your women. daddy, <laughs> but <laughs> in the Greek <laughs> Isles. <laughs> most women I know love that one. <laughs> yeah, Mama Mia. Oh well, all the ABBA music, right? right? Yeah, but you cannot help but sing along whether you go to the movie theater to see it or you join. Just trying to
1: eat abba earworm going That's on. That's
0: right. Flagler Playhouse. And then Into the Woods will begin September 27th at the Athens Theater. And yeah. I love this show. It's a insightful take on fairy tales that we tell our children. It's won a ton of awards, including Had a Tony for Best Score by Stephen Sondheim and Best Book. But if you think about the stories of Cinderella, Jack and the Beanstalk, Rapunzel, Little Red Riding Hood. And what they really, I mean, there are some dark sides to those stories. So they kind of explore that and into the woods and they have some package deals for dinner and the movie theaters, Miles Davis, birth of cool starts September 20th and it uh, goes through October 3rd at Cinematique. Oh, never before seen archival footage, studio outtakes, rare photos. You know, Miles Davis is uh, such a talent, oh, yeah. but also is well known for not being the easiest person to have worked with for a lot of people. But um, it's going to unpack the man behind the horn.
1: Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> what's the word I want to use? Not well, not easy one, but he was definitely aloof and yeah. uh, hard to deal with. But yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah, um, that'll
0: be great. So September 20th, it starts and it's a two week run. You know, last year I saw Chasing Train, which was about John Coltrane. Yes. Um, and you know, they work together and I have actually a couple of their CDs of where they're together. Did you know
1: that they were, I, I read, I was reading about this, um, about the documentary coming up, but did you know,
0: they were the same age. Yes. Well, I knew because I, I saw did. Chasing Train. Or, yeah. Yeah.
1: I didn't, I didn't realize that till then. Or I read it mm-hmm. somewhere, but cause you always think of like Coltrane was older, but he wasn't. He died. Unfortunately, yeah. but I died Too young soon. in his forties, I think. Right. Yeah. But, and Cinematique yeah, you and I both taken in some shows there for yeah, music stuff before you be, be better than watching it on uh nothing wrong with watching it on your home tv mm-hmm. but I'm not going there to see that
0: well see yeah it's, a, it's an intimate setting there's even some couches and chairs holds about 60 people um a great little menu they have including some vegan items and they've got a, a wine list and you know they're really trying to raise money to improve the facility itself and in the projection system so anything you can do to help and yeah. um, plus, they show great stuff. The other show on right now is Vita and Virginia. And it's about a relationship that Virginia Woolf had with a, a girl, a lady named Vita. It's sort of bohemian high society of the 1920s England. Oh. So that's also showing there. At the museums, we have a new exhibit playing with perception with a Friday night opening reception with the uh, artists Stephen Shate and Barry Kite. That'll be Friday, the 20th from six to eight. And you know, Florida weather, what do we say about Florida weather? you don't like it, it's going to change 10 in, in 10 minutes. All right. Well, that's that actually is captured. There's a curated show at the uh, France Family Gallery at the CC and Hyatt Brown Museum about Florida weather. So all the clouds, storms, wow. wind, rain, all captured in paintings and art. You could stop by and see that one. Um, and then for climate change, if you're interested in seeing an exhibit about that, the Southeast Museum of Photography has a... Fine art photography show featuring a lot of landscape photographs images. They do a great job there. Yeah, and I know you like to eat. People like to eat. That's sort of something we end up doing a little bit every day. (laughs) Well, the Volusia Dining Days are going on through September twenty second. It's a ten day celebration of culinary excellence, incorporating some Daytona, New Smyrna, Port Orange, and Ormond restaurants. So what you do is you just you go there, fifteen dollars for a three course lunch. 20, 25, 30, or 35 for a three course dinner. And it's sort of like a fixed price you pick from your me- the menu. And you can find it at Volusia Dining Days website, just volusiadiningdays.com. Yes. We'll list all yeah. the restaurants that are part of that.
1: He's like the third or fourth year doing yeah. that. Yeah. Well, good for that. Cool.
0: right. Very and cool. if you want to clean up the beach, International Coast Cleanup Day is September 21st. It's uh, from 830 to 11. You can go to Halifax Indian River Cleanup section on the volusia.org website. Very they have the cool. details on how to do that. And the second annual, well, actually, it's the second, because it's not annual until it's the third. But this is what they're calling what? it.
1: I thought second, you could do
0: second. You, you can't know, do first. No, you can't do second. It's I not annual that until it's at, you sure at least about twice. That? Yeah, I am. You're talking to a promoter
1: here, you know. Yeah, we we I, like to
0: <laughs> build certainty into what we're doing. <laughs> so you can have an inaugural and a second, and then you have a third annual event so anyways i learned something
1: there every yeah. time i talk to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey that's what i aim to do right it's a trike fest it's a three-day motorcycle rally with live music a morning group ride prizes games and a blessing of the trikes and this is going on at the uh um up in ormond uh, harley uh, davidson harley davidson oh yeah up there Destina- downtown destination, destination daytona Day- yes. i couldn't think of the name i didn't write down the name yes. destination daytona and there's also a Alumni art show for Daytona State College that's at the uh, News Journal Center that's going on this weekend. And did you you like putt-putt, mini golf? Are you a fan? Uh, Yeah. A little bit? Well, every Friday in September, every guest of Daytona Lagoon gets a free game of mini golf from 5 to 10. Yep.
1: There you go.
0: Kind of exciting. And coming up next weekend, the 28th, the weekend of the 28th, we've got King of the Grill. Yes, we do. Which is in Ormond at uh, the casements, correct? There's right. all kinds of, it's an Ormond Chamber event. And the Museum of Arts and Sciences has their ninth annual, ninth annual, yeah,
1: they can say that,
0: Passport Gala. And it, it will be um, a big evening with lots of Prohibition era cocktails, progressive dinner showcasing the museum, a comprehensive uh, silent auction, Jazz Masterworks Orchestra will be there. This is a big event. You can dress up for that. Very dressed good. to the nines to for the ninth annual passport gala. Oh, you just made that up. did Then I did. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> live, you know, live radio <laughs> just off the top of my head. So there is a lot coming up yeah. and uh, the Peabody season, you know, Flagler playhouse starts this weekend. Peabody's getting it for the uh, Daytona symphony society and their shows, their Broadway series will start next month. Yeah.
1: Those Broadway series. I, I've talked to Chad Smith who runs the Peabody and they have, they're way ahead of, uh, Ticket sales from past years, so they're doing great. really well.
0: They got a, so, a great lineup. Yeah, yeah. I've so, seen a couple of those in Orlando in the touring Broadway, and I'm going to go see a couple of them again. Waitress is one of them. That's very good. So what is, what are you listening to, Al? What you always you tell me about some new artists that I had never heard of.
1: Yeah, well, I got an old artist, but with with new material, and it's um Bruce Springsteen, his latest.
0: Oh, and the I boss
1: grabbed, the but bo- and uh, and I read his. If you get a chance, his autobiography is. Excellent, which he turned into a play that ran on Broadway for a long time. and ended up on Netflix. If you ever saw that, was was quite good. And I'm, I, it's kind of funny. I've never been a huge fan of the E Street Band. His stuff, not that I dislike it, but I've gravitated more towards his solo efforts. And Western Stars is is a solo effort, and and the story of of Springsteen is that you know he, we all know he grew up uh, in New Jersey, you know the shores of New Jersey and all that. But he actually ended up moving to California, and he spends now spends about half his time in California and half in the Jersey area, and his family still lives in California. Mm. So, this is about um, it's very thematic. It's very uh, cinema-like. You know, there's like a movie. It's like almost like a movie sound score. It's really very well done. Very very good. Um, one of the one of the songs in there is about an old actor who whose claim to fame is he he got shot by John Wayne. And he talks about how how many drinks he's gotten by telling his story about getting shot by John Wayne in a movie, and then another one's about a, a stuntman and who falls in love with the leading lady. It's just really, yeah, one of those uh, records you got to listen to a few times, but uh, yes. very well done. Yeah. So very stripped down, not you know, no no guitar solos, no no loud noises. You know, just kind of a uh, stripped down Springsteen doing his thing. So. I... Kind of got stuck in my player here in the last few weeks. I'll so have I to share with to you. That and one. I did see, and hopefully this maybe will be at Cinematique that uh in theaters October nineteenth and the twenty third. He's actually he's not going on tour with us, but he's he's filmed it. I knew oh. they'd make a film out of this, and so he has. And I just see <laughs> nice. where that's going to be back in theaters. So
0: great. So you didn't great like the East Street Band? Members. I was a big fan of Clarence Carter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not I, I liked them live, mm-hmm. but I didn't necessarily gravitate to listen to the records a lot and it's not that i you know just always stuck like tunnel of love was a huge for me i love that record
0: oh yeah so. that was one of his later ones after born to run yeah
1: right and so i i know i listen you read what are you uh what are you
0: up to yeah you reading, I well i am reading the nickel boys by colson oh, yeah. whitehead have you heard of this i have this is actually got a florida tie the arthur school for <laughs> boys yeah. was sort of the inspiration for this book and an archaeologist student found some bones near this school and led into an investigation. The school was open from 1900 to 2011. And it was a, a school sounds nice, but this was actually a house of horrors for this, the kids who lived there. And this book goes into detail. And the way Colson write, Whitehead writes, he wrote a book called The Underground Railroad, which I think was a Pulitzer Prize. It winner. was. Very talented writer. And it, you, you, it just immerses you into this story. So I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, that's so. A, I would recommend that's heavy it. Reading. the Nickel Boys. Yeah, it's good stuff.
1: It's heavy, but good stuff. Yeah, it's gotten rave reviews. Well, at least I think that about does it. We've got show two wrapped up here. I think we've Yeah. Uh
0: on Daytona scene Daytona and scene. please find us on Facebook on social media including Instagram we're getting our Twitter up and running I think right exactly. and we have a website that's getting going we do so we'll post some items and maybe tease some events that we'll be talking about next week but we'll definitely be maybe discussing a little bit about how the uh, fest is going to be and your festival yeah. for a rum fest and then also the we'll see uh, if I survived
1: yeah. <laughs> I will see what's left of me after that but i so, know it would be great with upcoming shows we're gonna have jack white who's very involved in the downtown obviously and i know uh you, you got jane coming in jane here she, jane Pfeiffer's gonna Fiefer come in with in the vma soon, so we'll, and talk um, about
0: the, the robot brawl that's coming up
1: yeah whatever you do we appreciate you listening if you could like us and tell your friends about us um We'd appreciate it. We'd keep this train rolling
0: called Daytona Scene. And comment on our site if there's suggestions for ideas that we could talk about in the future. All right, we'll talk to you again next week. Have a good week.